Hello and welcome to Decorum Green Connections. I'm Joe Pitts. This episode is all about Transition Town, both locally in Berkhamsted and Tring, but also how the movement started and what it's all about. At a recent Green Connections meeting, several members of the core team of Transition Town Berkhamsted, known by its shorthand as TTB, joined other like-minded green types for a chat about all things transition. The best place to start is with an explanation of what Transition Town actually is, from a national and an international perspective. Nigel Crawley, who keen listeners will remember from episode 5, explained the inception and beginnings of the Transition Town movement. Transition Towns as a concept was started in Ireland, actually, where Rob Hopkins was uh, building a house. He was building a cob house as part of a kind of alternative intentional community, I think. And But he was teaching at a local college there and with, uh, he was teaching permaculture because he was a permaculture teacher. And they um, decided to apply permaculture to the um, the local community, uh, the local town, the local nearby um, village town, and um, produced the first kind of report on how they saw the town being resilient in the future with in the face of peak oil, climate change and economic instability. And so that became the very first kind of template for transition towns. He moved back from Ireland and um, landed back in Totnes and immediately started to apply what they'd done in Ireland to the town of Totnes along with some other people whose names I can't remember. And it, anyway, when they set up the transition town thing there, they called this process of producing a report um, an, an energy descent action plan. And that became the main kind of activity of a transition town. One of the first things you do is produce an energy descent action plan. And this is about not kind of uh, deliberately trying to bring about energy descent, but how would the town cope in the face of energy descent, i.e. less oil-based energy and... Also, how climate change would impact on that and the economic instability that would probably be caused by that. So the Energy Town Action Plan looks at all these different areas of the town of how it can become more resilient in the face of all these um, challenges. And when they did that for the transition town Totnes, one of their members um, actually came up with the, I, this name, Transition, because it's transitioning away from the oil economy. Um, and so that's really how the whole transition movement got started. So it started in Totnes with one town. And then shortly after, I think Lewis followed suit. And then gradually it spread. And now it's spread to other countries. And there's transition towns all over the world. And they're all slightly different depending on their locality and the needs of the particular location. So there's no rigid template there's just a very loose template that people adapt for their locality so that's where it all began but what does transition town offer local groups john who's been very active in ttb in recent years explains some of the support network there's lots of training and they get and and transition there's a transition network where they employ a few people in totnes to help support people setting up transition towns or trying to develop their transition town further um and there are hubs, there are European hubs and American US hubs and all kinds of things going on. But what about Transition Town Berkhamsted? Well, it all started at the launch of Bruce Nixon's first book, Living Systems, Making Sense of Sustainability. Bruce is a local Green Issues author and activist and has been very active in TTB. 
The now infamous book launch was in November 2006. Bridget Wilkins, who was instrumental in starting TTB a fair few years ago, explains what happened. It was launched at Waterstones and there were quite a number of people there, at least 20 or 30, I remember. And there were some quite lively discussions. Bruce, as always, encouraged audience participation in the event. And at the end of it, I I suddenly thought, these people are just about to disappear and we're not going to have any contact with them anymore. And in one of my impulsive moments, I stood up and said, please, will people who are interested in pursuing these sorts of issues put their email addresses down? And this happened. And I would say that really was the the founding of Transition Town Berkhamstead. I didn't actually live here then. Uh, I lived in King's Langley, was about to move here, and I think there was a, a vested interest from my point of view in trying to find like-minded people as part of a network. And so it was that an early version of TTB, albeit without the name tag, had been born. But the group were very much doing transitionally town-type activities. They started, as all good groups do, with some research. In some of the early days, there were just a small group of people and we did small things I can remember there were four of us who went to see a house in Berkhamstead that got solar panels and they were new things people didn't know much about them um, we looked at that and then we went over to Chipperfield where there was a sustainable house that had just been completed um, and that was very impressive um, Another thing, we did a trip, there were four of us, who went to Hockeridge, which is a, basically, it's, it's um, an eco and sustainable small village. Um, and that, that was quite impressive. But a, quite a lot of things were done by a very small group of people. Um, and we were very committed them are much more committed I think than possibly now but it was because it was a a small group of people I think um in the first few years they used to have an annual for want of a better word conference residential one and I went to quite a lot of those and you had to pay to go to that because it was residential but I found them incredibly stimulating you know, finding people in I remember a chap in Ipswich totally given up his business career and was training as a plumber so that he could be a community plumber, that sort of thing. They were absolutely inspirational, um, but they stopped oh, about five, six years ago. The other thing that happened was that probably eight of us from here and two people from Tring went down to Totnes for transition town training for a weekend and that that was impressive um and the thing that particularly struck me was the open space uh introduction they they spent a lot of time introducing us to their open space and i'd never come across that before and that's something that we used in our great unleashing now wait a second the great on what Luckily, Bruce was able to fill in this bit for us. 
and we had this huge meeting. I think it started at 11 o'clock on a Sunday and went right through uh, until late in the afternoon. And we got some help from people to do that uh, with the open space approach. And um, that absolutely filled the whole of the old town hall. So Transition Town Berkhamsted had been launched. So what kind of activities did they get up to? We organised a very large number of huge meetings. One of them was, a, I think, a debate that John organised at the girls' schools, filled up the place pretty much two-thirds. That must have been, I don't know, well over 150 people, I think. And we also had uh, other meetings. Um, we got someone to talk about positive money, there's a very interesting one uh, on essentially about artificial intelligence and robots. Uh, and there was also our largest meeting, which was by Polly Higgins. She um, attracted, I think, the largest number we ever had, if I remember rightly. And uh, that was really about, um, essentially about eliminating ecocide and um, also daring to be great. So I think we really did an, a tremendous lot of work on educating the town. We decided that instead of doing things ourselves, that as a strategy, we would work with other people in doing things. And the primary example of that was a, uh, a huge uh, event. I think probably several hundred people attended it on a Saturday, and more people subscribed to it uh, in writing, and this was about using the space that was going to be sold off, um, a large space in the town. And we produced, that was called the Beehive, and we produced an incredibly imaginative and creative report. John was instrumental in organising some of these events, and he explains what drew him to TTB and why they haven't been quite as active in recent years. I, I wasn't around for the unleashing and all that kind of thing. I guess for me, I was looking for some place... I had all kinds of ideas about how to uh, deal with climate change. That was the thing I was worried about. And so I found some uh, some people on the market stalls um, and at Fates telling us about that kind of thing, um, about what Transition Town was. And it seemed to fit my potential for turning, rather than just being at one person working on uh, green issues on my own, there was therefore there was this big group it was the way of translating it to the local level rather than it being national or just individual there was a kind of middle ground where transition town was was available to do practical change you know you could do practical projects and by that time when i joined it was getting quite big there were there were lots of different groups there was an energy group that was set up doing all kinds of energy projects and going around trying to going to different people's houses and being trained in, in assessing houses to make, to make sure that they were um, energy efficient. And there was a waste group and there was a strategy group and all kinds of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And then every month there was the food green group. drink. There was a food group, that's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, there was, and every month there was the green drinks, which is still going on, where every, this would all collect together and everyone would socialise over a beer and... We'd, at that point, there was we would have twenty or thirty people at a meeting, so it, it's not as big as it was then in terms of numbers of people. For me, the point that's where where we we peaked and got and I I burnt out was when we organised yeah. a national roadshow for the transition movement, um, and 
and I just remember sitting uh, during that day. We had we had the people who'd founded the whole transition movement there, um, Rob Hopkins, uh, who some people will know about, but I mean, he he, he founded the whole thing over in Totnes. Um, Nigel knows a lot more about that than I do. Um, and I just remember sitting and feeling absolutely exhausted after months and months of of organizing and realized that we'd been doing, we'd been putting together lots and lots of events, but interestingly, we hadn't really kept that impetus going and managed to, and, and, and link them together to build, you know, this, this, this big movement, which is what we were trying to do. Um, and it was, it was always going to be down to the same few people at the core who were doing all the work. So, and, and so I, I took a little bit of a step back and so did other people and the numbers have slightly decreased as a result of that, and some of the some of the momentum. But as John went on to say, there are plans afoot for revitalising Transition Town with some new ideas and some new campaigns. Um, but I think there's now a chance to to push things back up again, and we've realised that we need to be um, we we need to be looking at not just people doing work in their voluntary work in the in their spare time because that's that's small s unsustainable and we need to start what we do needs to become part of the fabric of of our lives and and the lives of, of the people in the town so the plastic thing got voted that and, and waste got voted as, as a main project we could focus on one project and and possibly slightly move away from the branding of transition town because people don't really know what that means and i'm sure anybody listening to this podcast wouldn't know what it means now. But then and the thing that I'm doing now is I've I started a little business off and managed to get a little bit of money to afford to pay someone to help set up a um a reconomy centre or a, a local entrepreneurs hub so that we can start people can start working in town in the town on social enterprises and local economy type stuff. And and hopefully then it'll start to percolate and become part of daily life rather than requiring people just to burn out in their spare time to organise things. The energy is building, and most notably around a plastics campaign that's gathering momentum. More on that at the end of the podcast. But for now, how, I hear you saying, can I get involved in Transition Town Berkhamsted? If you're on Facebook, um, we we have a Facebook page. that If you just put in Transition Town Berkhamsted, it will pop up as a group. You can join um, and say we, we meet... We still do green drinks. Um, at the moment, we meet once once a month. It's the third Thursday of the month um, at the Bull. It's very informal. People come and talk about what they're doing. We have a bit of a chat, catch up. Um, and But we do also have um, sort of, uh, there's a steering group that actually kind of tries to work out some strategy. We have an email address. We have a website. We also have a website. So if you, yeah, um, and there's a newsletter. Claire writes writes around, emails around um, a newsletter about things that are going on. So if you've got other um, green activities, so maybe the Wildlife Trust might be running something, or you know other groups to let people know if they're things that people want to be involved in. So it's a it's about um, allowing people to do be involved and do something positive and I think that's the that's the thing that's really attractive about transition it's we're not there about standing around with placards going we don't want we're about what can we do to improve this situation what 
what can we make better how can we point you in the right direction to to achieve what what what's going to be best for this community but now how can you get involved come along to the green drinks yeah look us up on the website yeah. um get on the email list um and and then and it's really as you say it's there's a it's trying to be a platform for people to, to help people come up with their positive projects in the town or be or get involved in those projects that like the waste project or the reconomy center project i've been talking about um or, or any other ideas that come come along so what are you waiting for even if you don't live in berkhamstead there's likely to be a transition town near you the simplest way to find out is to have a quick google search But that's all for this episode of the podcast. If you're interested in joining a group working to rid Berkhamstead of single-use plastics, please email me at joe.h.pitts at googlemail.com. As always, you can get in touch with the podcast on Twitter via at DGC underscore podcast. TTB's website is transitionberkhamstead.org.uk. Thank you to Nigel, Bruce, Emma, John and Bridget for talking to us about TTB. And a special thanks to Bridget for agreeing to host the meeting. Until next time, stay green, decorum.